Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. sports fans and welcome to let's talk cfl podcast episode number 449 i'm your host christopher jones and we're gonna talk football cfl football maybe some xfl football maybe some nfl football maybe even some hockey i I don't know no we're gonna talk cfl football because that's what we do who gives a shit about every other sport out there they're they're all second rate compared to our canadian brand of football do we have a Canadian brand of football? Is it going to continue? Will we have football in 2021? Because we don't have football in 2020. It has been canceled officially, and that's it. And who's to blame for that? No one. We're in a global pandemic. Why the hell would we have to blame anybody? Um, everybody seems to want to blame Randy Ambrosi. seems to want to blame Justin Trudeau. He's not even in the country. He's not even running the government right now. How can he possibly be at fault? Um you know, it's just one of those things. It just happens. The CFL went to the uh, government for a loan, and it didn't happen. Uh, probably should have just co-sponsored or, or signed up with Bombardier, and it would have been a slam dunk. Or get Maggie Trudeau to sing at one of the national anthems at the Grey Cup or something. And, you know, hey, we would have been guaranteed it. I don't know. Um, there's a lot to going on. It's not because the the season's over. Let's face it. I, I said that in March. Boom. The CFL is not going to happen in 2020. I just hope that they're going to happen in 2021. I said that in March when we first entered this pandemic, okay? When COVID was, we weren't even using the word COVID. It was coronavirus and everybody's making fun about the beer. Um, so, yeah, this is what's going to happen. And this is why it's happening. We're not no season this year. We're going to try to make one last year. We're Next year, we're trying to do that. How can we make the CFL viable? That's what we're going to talk about tonight because, hey, I have some great ideas, and hopefully the panel will too. Um, Charles is missing tonight. He's, uh, he's on some vacation or something with the, the, the missus. I don't know. I keep seeing he's, he's at, in some motel or something with a swimming pool, and they're showing pics. of it. Anyhow, I don't know where he is, but he says he's not available tonight or tomorrow. That's why we had the show tonight because, no, Charles, it doesn't matter when. So we're here. We do have Mark. We do have uh, Will. I'm opening the mics right now because I'm not going to rant about anything else without these guys. Turn down your your TV, though. Uh, Welcome to the show. Talk to Mark. I'll turn my TV down. Hold on. Okay. Mark, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Doing well. Sucking through another heat wave, but other than that, fabulous. Yeah, this is the last day of heat in our, our our little area. We might actually get some showers tomorrow. That would be such a blessing. Yeah, I guess you need them around Pen, the Penticton area. Well, Penticton's definitely on, on fire. So is around uh, Slocan. There's a lot of places in the province that are on fire right now. It's uh, it's normal to have about 100 fires going in B.C. at any one given time. I try to keep them away from my property, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, we're, we, so we've done that fuel Island reduction that thing that you're supposed to do. What's that? Do they usually hit Vancouver Island as bad as they have this year, though, the fires? Vancouver, Vancouver Island is a is a, 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 a temperate rainforest. Oh, I know. So I know. It, it, it's uh, a little harder for them to get 
on fire as as normal. But yeah, there's a fire. I believe there's a there's always a few over on the island somewhere. I, no, and they're mostly the ca- caused by idiots, right? It's very rare. on they, the news. Um, half the fires in BC are in Vancouver Island. Wow, that that would be huge. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Vancouver Island is massive, right? I mean, it's bigger yeah. than most provinces, a lot of provinces in this country. Not Ontario, for sure, but definitely those maritime ones. Mm-hmm. And Ed, there, there's been talk before about Vancouver Island separating from British Columbia, um, <laughs> just so that the government would build a bridge. Ah. Right? PEI got that bridge, right, because they didn't feel part of Canada anymore. So Vancouver Island separated from B.C., became their own province. Maybe the government would, would build them a bridge. I mean, there's 750,000 people on Vancouver Island, and what is there, 125,000 on PEI? Mm-hmm. I mean, seven times the population. I mean, why isn't there a bridge to Vancouver Island right now? I have no idea. There's a couple of places that are real good, right where Siwash Rock came out up in Campbell River area, the bridge across there, no problems. A couple of billion dollars later. Yeah, because everybody has so much money right now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're just yeah. printing it like, like, like crazy. So... So what have you been up to? What's uh, what what have you been doing? Not now that we don't have football, it's it, it's it, we don't have football. What are you doing now with your time, or have been doing with your time? Because this would be now week eleven of the CFL season. You're doing some You're not working because of this pandemic. You're you're on 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 CERB. Yes, I have one more of those payments, and then I get to EI. Okay. So that better bloody well go smooth. And we're talking government, so that's highly unlikely. Other than that, I'm trying to keep busy. I go for long bike rides. And today it was cool. 43 kilometers. So. Wow, that, that's a pretty good good bike ride. <clears throat> I used to, to bike every day hours. about 35k. That was yeah. kind of my my health kick bench about seven years ago, and <clears throat> I lost 80 pounds. That's, that's a fair chunk of body 10, mass. Though. Yeah, well, I could lose ten more, ten fifteen yeah. right now. I put I, I put a few back on too. Probably put. It's not hard on. to do right now. Yeah, well, I, I'm busy. I'm working like hell. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm working around the ranch and everything else, and I'm on a new retired. kick on the internet. I'm kind of not really arguing too much football, though. I probably will write an article now on what we're going to talk about tonight because I really think that the CFL needs to change. Um, but I've been on, on this uh, this massive uh, pedophile ring, worldwide pedophile ring, and everything else. And I just, uh, I just, I cannot believe that there's actually people out there that do this, and people who profit from it. And and it's not little dollars; it's billions of dollars. Oh, it's billions and billions. It, it's it it. This is unbelievably globally massive. Yep. And I personally think we should just start shooting them. Okay. I I I'm all about this gun safety and everything else but you know what the hell these people don't deserve anything just terminate with extreme prejudice the cost of a bullet it's a lot cheaper than putting them in jail oh hell yeah hell hell yeah do you know i I found something out no you could put them in general population in jail that would yeah because somebody would have fun right more than one person yeah okay but um, I, I found this out, and I got this thing that this is this this Canadian. This is a Canadian, okay? A guy named Peter John Dalglish, former UN United Nations chief and top 
UN founder of UNICEF, was arrested in 2019 on child rape charges in Nepal. Unlawful confinement and the rape of two young boys. Okay? So he's serving 16 years in, in Nepal jail. I'm reading further on. He was ordered. He was awarded the Order of Canada. And they probably haven't gotten around to taking that away yet. Well, I'll tell you what I did tonight. Okay. So, <clears throat> the Order of Canada is given out by the Governor General, and there mm-hmm. is a Deputy General, uh, Deputy Secretary for the Governor General. And his name is Brigadier General Mark Barrow, okay? And I sent him a letter today, and it says, Please accept this letter as a personal petition to have the Order of Canada revoked from Peter John Douglas, who is currently serving 16 years in jail in Nepal for unlawful confinement and the rape of two young boys. It is time that this government stops protecting pedophiles and starts protecting the children. The people of this country are waking up to the global pandemic of child trafficking, child pornography, and the rape of children. I'm, and then it goes on to a whole pile of other stuff. But yeah, I'm taking it. I'm 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 coming out swinging. Mm-hmm. Good. And I, you know, I don't know whether this is going to do any good. I, I might actually have his order of Canada revoked because of this. But it, it's not. It's not even going to scratch the bucket. Never mind. Put a drop in it. I, I really don't know how to start this one. How, how do you start protecting... There's a whole lot of billionaires you're going to have to put in jail. Like Helen putting them in jail and putting them in the ground. Or wherever. I, I'm, I'm totally prepared to do that. Totally prepared to do that. I said, you mess with my children and I will put you down like an animal that you are and I will smile in the courtroom. If they ever find your body. Okay, enough of this. William, welcome to the show. Did you get the TV yeah. turned down? Sorry, I got uh, on a rant was, about it, something. It, Saving it, the children. It wasn't. It wasn't the TV. It was my wife talking to my sister-in-law, who, her and my wife's brother, have just recently built a house in Kaledon. Okay. And it sounds like a, was, a, a, a a female body part. No, it's very it's very close to Penticton, sir. Oh, okay. okay. And and we just wanted to know if they were going to catch on fire. And apparently, it's on the other side of the lake, so I think they're okay. Yeah. Well, that that just a big lake, but yeah, you never know. Yes. You never. And and that just because they don't get hit by that fire doesn't mean another one's not going to sneak up on them. And I just want to put my two parts in on 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 uh, pedophiles, and there's a lot of sick people in this world. And I've always wondered what could be the perfect punishment for pedophiles, because throwing them in jail is no good. Killing them that won't make them suffer. Okay, so depends on how you kill them. I, I've always believed that you take them and you put them in a warehouse and you strap their nuts to a pole in the middle of the warehouse, and then you give them a tin can, the top of a tin can, off tuna or something like that. Then you, then you light the building on fire. 
and they have a choice. And if if they choose to cut their you know what's off to get out of the building, as they're walking out of the building, you shoot them in the fucking head. So there you go. That's my thought on it. Uh, Tom Clancy, who is one of my favorite um, authors of all times, okay, he's wrote some amazing books. He wrote a book called uh, "Without Remorse." It was a it it was off the the Jack Ryan type of thing, but it was uh, one of the CIA operatives, a guy named John Clark, who uh, was is a CIA operative, and he does some really weird and scary shit, and he should scare most people. Uh, I don't know if you've read any of his books, but he caught this guy who was abusing women and beating them up and doing torturing them, bad, bad things, and he stuck them in one of those tanks that they use for uh, acclimatizing divers who ascended too quickly from the bends. Yes. And it literally boiled his blood inside, and then he died. <laughs> and it was uh, it, excruciating, painful, uh, taking 12 hours to die. Uh, I liked it. I, 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 I read that book probably 20 years ago, and I went, I've never forgotten that, that thing. I think it's a wonderful idea, and uh, it should be used more. Should be used I more. agree. Anyways, I'm done with that. So we know there's okay. lots of sick people in the world. So they are, and this is a football it. show, so we're not going to talk politics, and we're going to not talk let's, pornography or anything else. But um, let's, uh, let's let's move let's on. Let's talk this. about football or the lack of football, or the stupid well, football, or the people who listen to football that are stupid. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. There's a lot of really stupid people that listen to to listen to football. Yes. Because I'm I'm, yes. I'm reading some of the comments. I I am actually turning off my my social media from football because I just cannot stand the the absolute level of ignorance and stupidity. Uh, because those two are not the same. Okay, Ig- ignorance is uneducation. Stupid is is just stupid. Stupid. <laughs> This is just stupid. You can't you can't fix stupid. Don't try. You can educate ignorance, but only if the person wants to. It's one of those twelve step programs. Okay, uh, where do you guys want to start on this one? The season's been officially canceled. No surprise to anybody, except it did seem nope. to be a surprise to um, uh, Michael Shea. He said he got completely blindsided by this. He was really anticipating the start of a season. And I just under, don't understand how uh, a coach in the CFL can be that fucking stupid. I mean, well, seriously, if he did not see this coming from a mile away, he's dumber than a stick. Now, you remember when Mike O'Shea played, they didn't have concussion protocol in place. <laughs> okay, so you can't really blame him. Okay? It was part of... It was part of his upbringing. Um, I think he said that for the fans. Yep, thanks. Just like he said lots of things for the fans. That's okay. the most O'Shea has said in years. That yep. was for the fans. Yeah. Yep. So. O'Shea's on the rules committee. He's on a whole bunch of other stuff. If anybody's going to know what's going on, it would be him. I agree. Or the CFL is that dysfunctional They didn't tell anybody 
And that could be it, too. <laughs> Very true. I mean, regardless if it's it, – and, it, and, and let's face it, the CFL canceling and this COVID thing, sorry, is not Randy Ambrosi's fault. No. But – It's not. But – but I still don't think he handled this very well. I think he handled this extremely poorly. But that being said, I don't think that they should have been playing football under any circumstances. So I'm actually relieved that the season's finally canceled. Now it is now Randy Ambrosi's job to um, secure this league's stability long term. And if that means going back to the government and requesting a bailout of some form or another, uh, so be it. Then he better get his ducks in a row and do it properly. The government didn't seem to want to shut him down, like shut the entire league, like we're not talking to you. It sounded like they want to talk to them going forward. Now, I don't think they wanted them to play football. I think that's what it is part of it but along with COVID along with everything else what else are we going to throw into the mix we have to throw in politics to the mix if we're talking government funding because we may be going into an election starting in September depending on what happens with the throne speech and the confidence motion well, we're not going to have so, a we're not going to have a confidence motion. We're not going to have a throne speech. From well, what no, I understand, that the government's been prorogued. Yeah, and he's announced he's doing a throne speech September. I think it's twenty sixth or twenty seventh, just a couple of days later than they normally would. And along with the throne speech, there will be a confidence vote. So we could be going into an election. So the conservatives get in, whether it's minority, majority, whatever, or the liberals stay, it's going to be completely different for any talking, especially if the conservatives get in. You think the conservatives are going to give the CFL money? You don't have a chance in hell of getting money out of a conservative for pro football team. Not a chance. So you got to throw that in the mix now. The first thing the CFL needs to do before they even talk to the to the government, sit down and figure out a new CBA. They've already said they have to do that. We know the CFL. They're going to wait until two months before the season starts next year. They need to start hammering it now for the length of time it takes. The COVID thing is not Ambrose's fault, obviously, but his communication skills with the CFLPA are his fault, 100%. You can't take – there's no way. We have there's, we have actually no idea that his communication skills with the CFLPA are lacking. Well, some of these are lacking. We, there, it, 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 no, I think the biggest lacking of communication right now is between the CFLPA and its members. Okay. Without question, the CFLPA has not kept their members up to date on what is happening. I mean, you, you should be putting out a post and announcement daily 
in in regards to this because you, you, this, these are people's lives. The and the PA, even if it's well. got nothing to report, we say, well, look, we're still in talks. We have nothing to report. We'll get back to you tomorrow. Boom. The league should have done the same thing. It's not the league's job to talk to the players. In a, in a nine-team league where all your money comes from people putting their asses in the seats, you have to keep everyone informed. Oh, should the league have been talking to the general public, to the fans? different story no through the media you do it through the media by you're talking to the you're putting out statements to the cflpa and the public at the exact same time but communication says it's been horrid okay oh, i'm not horrendous. arguing or debating that i'm just saying this that we 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 as as outsiders have absolutely no idea whether there has been adequate uh, communication between the PA and the league. We don't know. No, I agree. No, I agree. We don't know. We can't blame Ambrosi for that because we don't know. Has Ambrosi has the league um, kept the, the the number one stakeholder in the CFL, the fans, uh, enlightened onto the progress of what's been happening? No. Should he have? Hell yeah. In a nineteen league where any money you make is from people buying tickets to the games, you damn well better keep us informed. <laughs> and 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 they failed miserably. They have absolutely failed miserably in doing in doing that. Okay, uh, he should have been doing a press conference daily. I, I I'm not arguing or disputing that. Well, even if you don't do a press conference, put out a press release. Press release, that's what I mean. Anything. The fans were losing it, and we saw it on the Let's Talk page. With the amount of rumors and conjecture and I know what's going to happen, no, I know what's going to happen, no, you're an idiot. People are freaking out. They want to know what's going on. Nothing's being said. Yeah, no, I I don't doubt it. I don't disagree with you. William. Yep. You gotta you gotta participate in this conversation here, buddy. I can't just have you sitting on the well, sidelines and no, me have to no, beg you I to was, talk. I was I was I was reading an article about Dale Howard. Chuck, sorry, I'm still quite upset about that, but. Um, he, di- he died. It, you know, it's not a surprise. It's kind of like the season being canceled. It's a long time coming. He's been suffering from cancer. He's been battling it honorably, and he he lost the fight. And it's correct. bad. And and yes, Dale Howarchuk was probably the the greatest uh, Winnipeg Jet of all times. He was a, a true what? man and a, a stand stand up man, and uh, on and off the ice. And uh, it's a very sad age, day, Christopher. And he, and he was our age, Christopher. Yeah, and we have lots to be I, thankful for. And we have lots to be thankful for, my friend. So, well, without question, and it's a sad day to, to, to see Dale Howarchuk be die. I mean, it's it's too bad, yes. but shit happens, and people die, and until the 
government steps in with the f- big pharmaceuticals and, and forces them to actually supply well, a then, cancer but, cure but, as opposed but, to just trying to prolong it? Yes, I'm a conspiracy the theorist in, on that. But then there's but then there's the good things in life, like the the Let's Talk CFL pages that Todd Mogi uh, co-created. Um, and, did, did, and, did you see and, my comment on that? Great pages. Yes, I did, sir. Yes, I did. Um, anyways, I I think overall there has been a lack of communication on everybody's part going going around. I think they should have started hitting this thing the minute that COVID showed up. And I think the CFL should have been a front runner in this, and they weren't. They were, they were, they were following everybody else. I wish they could have come up with an original idea of their own. And I, I don't think Randy Ambrosi involved the players, which I have no issue with, because the players are employees and they do what management says. It's that simple. Okay. It, it, um, it agreed. Um. I, I think they should have been a little more forward, like Mark said, with the fans, because I'd love to know what went on there. I, I don't, I don't grasp the concept of why the government wouldn't give the money, because they gave everybody money. And I'm just I, wondering. I honestly think that this money was to create a shortened CFL season in 2020, and I don't believe the government wanted them to play football. So I don't think so either. Council, council the city, and let's sit down and talk about this. How can we help you financially survive this and come back next year? I think that's where they're going right now. I have no doubt in my mind that that is where they're going right now. And the CFL, the government, wanted nothing to do with them playing football. Right. Right. But I'm Especially I'm just, in a gate-driven uh... league. Right, but I'm just I'm just wondering what kind of long-term effects this is going to have on the CFL, and if we're going to lose some people that we shouldn't have lost, but and it's because we didn't have football this year. Who are we going to so, lose? Fans? No, no, players. Well, didn't I see players Darby just release someone? Nate yeah, Holly. Nate Holly. Yeah. I wonder yeah. how many but, but players he... we're going to see released. Anybody who has a shot at the NFL should be released. Yes. And, okay. and in reality, Nate Hawley, the Stamps wouldn't let him go this year because he signed a two-year contract, and they said, not a fucking chance. Yeah. And I had no problem with that, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, there's rumors that Vernon Adams Jr. is going to the NFL as well. And I'm sure we're going to lose some players. I'm sure we're going to lose some players. You know what? If there, if, have, have we decided if everybody's going to be a free agent next year? There was an article about that last week. Um, I think that's been put to bed. It, it, it can't happen. Mean? Yeah, it won't happen. It, it's been put to bed. Yeah, but I, I don't, don't know understand if it was an agreement they, or what. But, but why... Why can't it happen if you have a contract and they're not going to pay you this year for your contract? Is your contract not null and void? No. Why not? Because he did that. The player did not fulfill their end of the pro the the contract either. Okay, 
So it should be so null and void on both sides. It, it could be, or it could be mutually extended. And that's what's going on right now with the Players Association. Okay? Right. So they're okay. just going to pretend yeah. that the 2020 season did not exist, and any contracts that were – like, let's, let's – as an example, Will – football players who signed a contract in this free agency for a two-year deal, this was the first year, next year would have been the second year, they wouldn't have been free agents yep. anyhow. Okay? Nope. Yep. So players who signed a two-year contract a year ago, where this would have been their second year, uh, would have been free agents coming up this year, this coming year. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with them, whether that's going to continue with they are going to become free agents, and that's a possibility. That's what the CFLPA should be fighting for, although I don't, don't agree with it. Uh, but if I, was, if I was on that side of the argument, I would be arguing that, okay, my contract is, expires. That I'm a free agent come February. Um, they're, they're probably right, and that's probably the way it's going to happen, although I think that they should just suspend this season and pretend it didn't exist and go from 2019 to 2021. So, you know, if you're in your first year of your contract, next year you're in your first year of your contract. If you're in your second year of your contract, next year you're in your second year of the contract. That's the way it should be. As a businessman, that's how I would want it to be. I need to protect my team. You cannot have every player in the CFL a free agent. The only way that I would do something like that and the only way that the league could agree to that is if every general manager signs a contract that says they will not go after another team's players. Right. And, and so Brandon Banks goes out shopping around trying to get the best deal. The only GM that will talk to him is Hamilton's. Could you imagine the uh, Henoch Moanda parade again? <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Yep. You have to. Yeah. You have to be in agreement. The GMs have to be in agreement that they will not go after anybody else's players because of this di- very difficult situation that we've been in. Because I mean, you could have one team that's just completely stacked, or you know, one team that's barely got a couple of good players that just all of a sudden have no players, and we have Toronto down to the basement again. You know, could you imagine every every quarterback a free agent? Just, just just quarterbacks alone. Yeah. It can't happen. It would absolutely destroy this this league, and 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 the fans would be up in arms because the player movement would be astronomical. Yes, for sure. For sure. Okay. So, hey, actually, you know what we haven't done? We didn't do the scores. And we your point, <laughs> We didn't do and the scores. We, ha- we That was supposed to be the number one on point. the agenda. And I think we're going to do that now. Okay. What's the point? Uh, what's the point? <laughs> Not for Will. He doesn't have a point. <laughs> Okay, so last week was week 10 of the 2020 uh, Sparky CFL season. 
And we had four games on the agenda with Saskatchewan and Montreal. Uh, both teams had five points, one for home team, one for uh, higher ranking. The dice rolled out, and Saskatchewan beat Montreal. Two points were awarded to Charles because he picked Saskatchewan. Mark, CJ, and Will picked Montreal. That's Will's first goose egg of the day over the weekend. The second game was Edmonton, and uh, the final score was 47-36 for Saskatchewan over Montreal. Uh, Edmonton up next in Winnipeg. And Winnipeg got 10 points because they're the higher-ranked team and the home team. And the final score was 67-66 for the Edmonton Eskimos over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Okay. Who picked that? Oh, CJ got two points for that Edmonton game. Uh, Charles, Will, and Mark picked Winnipeg. Uh, No points for you guys. Okay. Even with the 10 points, Winnipeg needed the 10 points, and they still couldn't beat the Edmonton Eskimos. Those Eskimos are just pissed off because of this name thing. Okay, uh, Ottawa-Hamilton, the two cellar dwellers in this league. Uh, five points for both teams, so it's a wash. Ottawa 16, Hamilton 19. See how pathetic this is? Hamilton gets their second victory of the season. Third victory of the season. Sorry, Montreal's still down there somewhere, too. Next week, it's going to be a challenge. Okay, and the final game was we had the Calgary Stampeders against the league-leading BC Lions. Uh, BC got a 10-point advantage because they are the league leaders and the home team. Calgary came in and laid an egg. Actually, it wasn't bad, 46-75. to 75. BC Lions just stomped those, those little cowboys. Okay, so... Um, and again, Charles picks BC. Will, zero, goose egg. Uh, Mark uh, picked BC and CJ picked BC. You actually changed your score. You had picked BC and then changed it, didn't you, Will? He's not talking to me now. <laughs> uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay, so Charles ended up with six points. Will with zero. Mark with two. CJ with four. So that means Charles moves two up on CJ. So the league standings, uh, podcaster standing, sorry, is CJ is still in the lead after 10 weeks with 51 points. Charles with 49, right on the heels. Uh, Mark with 48, and Will with still with 27. Okay. And the league rankings, we have the BC Lions at 9-1 and one leading the league. Saskatchewan at 6-1 and one and 1. They have a tie. Toronto five two and one, Winnipeg four and four, Calgary four and five, Edmonton three and five, Ottawa three and five, three and six, Hamilton three and six, and Montreal at one and eight. Again, you know, even with this fantasy football Sparky's dice, the Eastern Division still blows. It's just totally amazing. Just it's unbelievable. Okay. So this week, we have four games. BC, the league-leading BC Lions, are on a bye, their first bye, even though some teams have already had two. BC gets their first bye right now. And so we have a Winnipeg-Calgary game. Oh, so who is up in the lead here? Winnipeg is... 
you know what? Winnipeg has got four wins. Calgary has four wins. Oh, we're going to call this a wash. We're not going to award five points for this. We are going to award five points to Calgary for being the home team. Charles, take your poison. Who do you think? Charles? Bueller? Bueller? Okay. William, Winnipeg, Calgary, who are you going to take? Saskatchewan. <laughs> okay, will it help I'm you gonna, any I'm at gonna, all I'm if gonna. I said Marcus Crandall's going to be the quarterback for the Calgary Stampeders? Oh, in that case, I'm going to take Calgary. Okay, so you're taking Calgary? Yep. Okay, Mark? Who do you think? Oh, Winnipeg. Yep. And, see, you know, in the last couple of days, now that the season has been canceled, I cannot believe the arrogance of the Winnipeg Blue Bomber fans in saying that they are <laughs> a two-time breakup champions now. Um, two years, I, I just, not two times. Yeah, you, you wouldn't believe some of the posts that are out there. Uh, oh, so, you know what? I'm, I'm not accepting that at all. I'm going to take Calgary just because uh, – Winnipeg is my least favorite team right now. I would rather pick Saskatchewan. Excellent. Okay. <clears throat> now we got Ottawa and Montreal. Ottawa is a higher ranking team. Montreal is the home team. The points are a wash. They don't really matter. William, you going to take the Owls? William, I have to take you first, Charles. I'm gonna here. take I'm gonna take Ottawa. You're taking Ottawa. Mark. Yeah. Well, I'll take the Owls. You're going with Somebody's Montreal. I'm gonna take them. And I'm gonna take uh, I'm taking Ottawa. I'm uh, I'm a Red Black fan. Okay, I'm taking Ottawa. Um, so what's the deal? Uh, when is Sparky gonna do these these things? Because Charles may not actually participate in this weekend. I, I, I won't be broken up about that. Um, third game of the, of the week, we have the Hamilton Tiger Cats, which is the league bottom guys, into Toronto. Toronto gets 10-point bonus for this. <coughs> William, who are you going to take? Matt Nichols? Hamilton. Dane Evans. Hamilton. Hamilton. You're, taking a, you're taking a Hamilton town. Yep. And Mark? I lost Mark. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I really did. I lost yeah. Mark. Yeah. You did. How how is Call that possible? Mark. No, I'm phoning him. I don't know. Let's try that again. What the hell happened to you? I have no idea. Okay, don't do that again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you didn't hear any of that, did you? No. Yes, Hamilton, no. Toronto. Toronto has a 10-point bonus. Uh, Will took Hamilton. I'll take Hamilton. Okay, you're taking Hammer, and so am I. They can't lose every game. They just can't. Yes, they can. They can. Yeah, I'm sure they can, but they're not going to. Okay, and the last game are Will's two favorite teams in the league. The Edmonton Eskimos are playing in Saskatchewan, playing the Riders. 
Uh, Saskatchewan is the 10-point favorite here. Uh, and uh, William, <laughs> yeah. who are you going to take here? I'm going to take a tie. The lesser yeah. of two evils? I'm going to take a tie. Can you take two losses? I don't know. Do you, do you want me to put wins? down tie? Do I get two wins? Uh, you know what? If if it comes up a tie, I'll give you four yeah. points for it. Okay? I know okay. Sparky will argue. They'll actually have a conniption right now. But if you call a tie and it comes up a tie, I'll give you four. I'll I'll give you four points for it. Okay. But if Calgary, if Edmonton wins or if Saskatchewan wins, you get nothing. It's a big goose egg for you. That's okay. So, so you're going with a tie. With a tie, sir. Okay. Now, Sparky, okay, here's the rules on this one. Will's picked a tie. He gets four points if it becomes a tie, okay? I I don't know whether or not you've got that in your rules anywhere, but I'm overriding whatever it is just because. I I, I feel I have the authority to do that. Any complaints, Mark? No, none here. So it's acceptable to you? Okay. And Will, you're good with that? I'm good. Okay. It's not going to be a fucking tie, though. Um, Mark, who are you taking? I'll hold my nose and I'll take the green puke. Yeah. Lesser of two evils? Uh, ten points. Ten points. So you're taking Saskatchewan? Yeah. There's not a... Hope in hell I am picking the Riders. I'm going with the Edmonton Eskimos just because. Okay, that's it. And we don't have any scores from Charles, so um, he loses. He's defaulting this week because he uh, didn't build me an agenda or anything else. Decided he'd go away to some holiday without telling us until it was too late. What a guy. He's probably sitting there listening to it right now. No, he wouldn't be because he would be texting me, yelling at me. <laughs> oh. Did you did, did you hear, see this text from uh, Derek Dennis? Who says, I'm trying to figure out why people keep saying you need more Canadian players to fix the CFL. And Jerome Messam answered him. Ooh. No, I didn't see that. I saw the picture of it, but not the tweet. Jerome Messam turns around and says, stay in the XFL, you bum. Oh, I love that. I agree with Jerome Messam. Except didn't Jerome Messam get kicked out of the CFL? Yeah, we haven't heard from him for a long time. Actually, in the posting about that on the page, David Benefield had a great comment. Let me see if I can find it. There it is. We have better Canadian talent than any time in the past, thanks to a lot of American players who live in Canada full-time. Even though we have so many, we really don't have enough. The drop-off is too great. I mean, this is modern-day sports. You can't put a body on the field just to be a pylon. 
can't disagree with him. Absolutely not. Nope. And this is coming from the players. But an American player. Yeah. Okay. David is an American, living full-time in Canada after he's retired. He he is a resident of Vancouver. He, He didn't leave after his career was over. He's raised his family in Vancouver, and his his daughters are Canadians. Okay. So um, for all intents and purposes, he's Canadian, and he's not wrong. <laughs> no. No, but you know you you have to look at it from another thing. Would he have been uh, able to play football in Canada if we had a the ratio the other way? Right. So yeah, um, who knows. You know, you, you don't you don't know whether he would have actually come up here, whether, you know, if you have five Americans on a team or something like that. Um, but, you know, the German leagues are only allowed five import players on the team. They have to be – the rest of the team has to be German. Right. So, you know, the Canadian Football League could be like that. Uh, and thankfully it's not. And I, I think tonight is going to be one of those things that we're going to talk about the ratio. And uh, because I've been a very strong proponent of change, and and I I haven't hidden that from anybody. And, Will, you've posed that that question to several different places. I don't think you actually posed the question properly. Um, Yeah, well. But the the replies that you got were were comical. I I did it my way because I knew it was your question. I wanted you to eventually do it. But you haven't gotten around to it, and to be honest, I've been busy. Yesterday I, was, yesterday I was kind of bored, and it kind of, it kind of made for a very entertaining afternoon. Okay. There are so many and, stupid uh, people out there that just honestly. Yes, there is. And, it and I'm sure. So much fun. Hey, I was gonna say, and I'm sure they don't listen to my podcast. But two of the moderators on the other group I'm on, and I'm not even going to mention the name of that group, are total idiots. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Um, I even got even Lonnie Gleiberman agreed with me. Okay, so there was all kinds of guys who agreed with me. I was shocked that there was actually quite a few guys who did agree. So... If you notice, uh, it's the younger people that are agreeing with you, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They just yeah. want to watch good football. I'm older than yeah. Will. I know. But I know. for the most part, Christopher, people our age and older are the ones that are dead set against it, and we need more Canadians in the CFL. There needs to be nine Canadian starting quarterbacks. Yes. There aren't nine starting quarterback, quality quarterbacks in all of Canada. In the history of Canada, in the history of Canada, there hasn't been nine starting quarterbacks. But, Christopher, that's because we need more Canadian content in the CFL. If we had that, then there'd be nine quarterbacks. Come on. And the CFL needs to invest money in Canadian college football. From where? The CFL is flat broke. Yes. I you Let's know what? Invest money. I, I I completely totally agree with that statement. Okay? The CFL needs to invest money into junior football, into college football in Canada 
They should be a huge proponent of it. It, it 100% the CFL should be doing that. Let's get the CFL healthy financially first. Exactly. And then we can do that. Yes. Because right now it is not the responsibility of the CFL to babysit a bunch of little kids who aren't capable of playing the game. No. At a high caliber. You know, it's At funny, this enough. one guy, this one ahead, guy commented, I, I would like to see, <laughs> I would like to see, see no two little Americans make it all Canadian. Obviously, he's the one guy at uh, at U Sports games. Okay, you know, uh, I, I I would absolutely love to see an all Canadian league. Okay, I really would. I would love to see every player on a CFL team to be a Canadian. It would warm my heart. But they have beat out anybody better. Exactly. They have to they they have to actually I mean there are Canadian players playing in the NFL. Okay? Yes, there are. Because they beat out anybody else that's capable of that position. Okay? Money's not an issue down there. They're not picking the Canadians cuz they're cheaper. Okay? Nope. They're picking them because they're better than what they have. They're they're creating a better football team. And they're using the best players they possibly can. And if that happens to be a Canadian, fucking A. Okay? Yeah, I'm excited about that. Christopher, the only reason there aren't more Canadian players in the CFL is because most of their management is American. And they're Bullshit. racist, okay? They're racist. They don't want Americans okay, to play. <laughs> Canadians to play, sorry. I, I will I will get I, I will use you can use the word prejudice, you can use the word yes. discriminatory, but you cannot use the word racist because uh, dude, Canada and America aren't racist. No. You can say that we're discriminating against Canadians. You can say we're prejudiced against Canadians, but you cannot be an American and say that I'm racist against a Canadian or Canadians are racist against us because we're the same race. Well, most white people are in the black people are a different race and they're both in both countries. Yeah. I, I have a problem with that. I have a problem with people using the word racist and dropping the race card when it has nothing to do with race. It's, it's really a pet peeve of mine lately. You know the brown guys from India? Yes. We we call them East Indians. You know they're the same race as we are? We're 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 actually the same race. So you can't say that you're racist Human against race. Indians cause, No well, no, yes. no, we're Caucasians. Okay, whatever. So we're the same race, okay? Same with most of the Arabs, okay? We're 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 the same race as them. We're it's not racist. You're not racist against a Muslim, and Muslims are religion. 
It's a, it, it's a pet peeve of mine. People use the if you're going to say something, then say it correctly and say it intelligently. It doesn't work for me. Okay, I'm not picking on you, Will. I'm just saying racism is the wrong word to use. Okay, Andrew Harris, get a haircut and a job. Uh, how can we make this league better? Where do you want to start with this one? Do you want to start with going back to Rod Peterson? Do you want to start on ideas on how to improve the league? Do you want to start on what your wish list would be? Um, I'm, I'm writing an article on this subject right now. So um, you guys throw some shit out there and tell me what you think. I may use your ideas or not because I have all my own. You going first, Mark? Go ahead. <laughs> How do you fix the league? Yeah. Does it need fixing? Well, the funding model certainly does. The money model. Why? Because it's obviously I always thought billionaires with deep pockets was a good idea. Oh, that is. But from the league standpoint... It's a mess. Yes, it's only nine teams, so your wages are going to be down anyway compared to other leagues. But, and yes, you know, we make the comments that the CFL is the second highest paying league in the world. And it's true. It's very true and obvious. Um, There's really, now we'll see what happens with the new CBA, if there is one. There's virtually no pension plan, and compared to the other leagues, the North American right. leagues, and obviously the CFL doesn't have the same amount of money pull, but they've got to do something for these guys. Why? I, I, because I, why? they're injured at their workplace. Uh, but that's not what you—that's not what you said. You said that they don't. The, the league doesn't have a pension fund. Well, pension. And then when I say that's pension, all the I pension lump is. in the injury money, yeah, but I lump in the injury money everything else too. And they I, were, it, they were trying to fix it, but now with the new CBA, that's going to probably get dropped, and it's not going to help to get better players up here. Whether we agree with them getting it or not is a moot point because all the other leagues do it. And these guys look at it, and they're right in that in one, they sign up a huge contract, especially in the CFL. They sign a $400,000 contract. They go out and pull a Zach Caleros in game one. That contract is now null and void. No, it's not. They're done. If, you're, no, if your career's done, if your career's done, you get paid for that one year, and you're done. Yeah, well, that, or you, you get, get paid, paid for, for as year. long as you're injured. Yeah. You get paid for so to the, you get paid for the end, year. end of your contract. If it's a yep. four-year contract, you get paid for four years. No, you get one year. They get they don't pay guys for five years, four years when they get injured. They're done yeah. after that one. It's after a certain length of time. It's done. You, you cannot be released if you're injured. 
Yeah, if your career's over because you broke both of your legs or you had your 15th concussion, it doesn't matter about that. You're not released. You're never coming back. You're retired. You didn't fulfill your contract. Therefore, after that one year, it's null and void. I don't think that's true. It is. When you, if you retire in the middle of a contract, what happens? Yeah, but you, you have to willingly retire. Yeah. So if your career is over due to an injury, you're retired. In the how many of the times CFL. were we yelling that, that Zach Calero should retire? Zach Calero should mm-hmm. retire. I yeah. mean, it, but it, if it was you retire because of an concussion. injury, if you retire because of an injury, you're retired. Whatever length of time. Well, I understand that, that, but why would a player retire when they're under contract? Because they've just ended their career due to a career-ending injury. They didn't end their career. They okay. didn't have to sign the, the retirement papers. They're, they're they still a member play of the again? football team. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. If, then guys would in the CSL would never leave. Hi, Patty. They'd never retire. So. Christopher said hello, Patty. Christopher said hello. Miss you. Okay. You miss me. I know you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, I I don't believe that that's correct there, uh, Mark. So you think when a guy gets a career-ending injury, a la Jonathan Hefney. Yep. You think he got paid the rest of his contract the next three years? Yep. Well, he he didn't have a four-year contract. He was out in his ass as soon as he was injured. They covered his injury... I understand what you're saying, but he was in the final year of his contract. I don't believe he was. Yeah, he was. So you're telling me Mike Riley goes out on first game of the season. BC Lions are screwed. Breaks his neck. They now have to have a salary of $550,000 a year against them. No, it's actually 725. Okay, 725 for the next three years. Yeah, but it does not go against the, uh, the player's cap. I've never seen that in any of the literature, especially from Winnipeg, because our books are open, and we see all no, that. No, you, you have to pay the person, as long as their contract, if they're injured. If they're not capable of playing football, then you have to pay them. But you're not going to have a guy sit and not work. Why not? We do it all the time. Because not every, no, yeah, not everybody makes seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. We'd have to look it, at that when I. It's it's not on the salary cap. It doesn't go against the salary cap because he's on the six game injury list. He's going to be on the six game in, injury list for the rest of his career. Then how come I've never ever seen any of that in any of the bombers stuff that they send out, which is everything. because most people don't get career ending injuries. But there, when there is, and they, a football player fights to get himself back into game shape. When he is cleared to play football, the team releases him. What happened with Hefney? They didn't happen with Hefney. I don't think they pay out their entire contract. Yeah. Not from everything I've read from the players. 
And like I say, the financials we get from so, the Bombers. I've never okay, heard of that. Name me a Bomber player that has had a career-ending injury. Right off the top of my head. Yep, right now. I couldn't right off the top well, of my of head. Of course you can't. For the simple fact that that's why you can't tell me that they, they, they haven't paid them out. Then you why say do you've the never, players... You've never seen that they've paid them out, but then you can't name me a player that... That this would have uh, pertained okay, to. Okay, so then why do the players send out tweets saying the teams don't give a damn about us? As soon as we get, if we get a career-ending injury, we're tossed to the curve. They're not saying they're getting paid for the next three years. They're tossed oh. to the curve. That's show me, two different things, isn't it? Show me a player that that has happened to. I'll have to look at it, and I'm not doing that right now. Okay, no, you, your homework. You go find me mm-hmm. that out, okay? Because I, I honestly believe you're incorrect. Because as long as a player is injured and is not cleared to play, he cannot be released from his contract. The, play, the team is responsible for that player. They, they're responsible for his medical bills. They're responsible for everything about it, okay? And, and, and when he becomes a free agent, that is when... That is when he's being tossed to the curb. Okay, now that, that is, one I know you're wrong. No, that I know you're wrong. Because what? of Hefney. Because of Hefney. He wasn't released from his contract. No, it expired. Yeah. And. So he, he got paid to the end of his contract. The Montreal Alouettes had to cover his bills for, I think it was six months after that. Yes, because that's the part injury, of the CBA. Where did the injury occur? I, I don't actually know. I don't remember. Um, at his workplace. Okay. Okay. So you're telling me somebody gets a bad enough injury that they can never work again. Yeah. That's very sad. That company, yes. that company has to pay them for, oh, maybe ain't worked there another 35 years. They may have Who? worked there another 35 years. The guy that just lost his injury. Say he oh, has no, no, a five-year contract. No, 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 contract. no, 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 no. You're, talk, you're now confusing a, a non-professional sport player with a working slob, okay, Where who is protected by workers' compensation, okay? Football players are not covered under workers' compensation, even though these are a workplace injury. A friend of mine has... Knowledge. Don't I'll confuse the two way. of them. Don't don't do, no. do not even compare the two of them. Okay. They're they're not the same. Okay. If you're going to talk about a Canadian professional football player being injured on the field, having a permanent disability that he can no longer play football, I believe that the team that he is has a contract with is responsible for paying his wages to the end of that contract. They are also responsible for paying his medical bills six months past the end of that contract. Okay, I'll see what I can find. Curious about this one. Okay. Actually... David's online right now. Who? David Benefield. Yes. 
Where is he? Well, send him a message. I am. And then we can move on. And then we can ask him about how players are injured and thrown to the curb. Or in his case, thrown to Saskatchewan. Have a doing the podcast right now. Have a question for you. What do you think, Will? How do you fix the CFL? Um, Besides get rid of the ratio, I think we'd all agree on that one. Yeah, I think that's an important one. Um. You market the shit out of the CFL. That's the other thing. How do you pay for it? Well, that's part of the solution. That's part of the problem, and we got to find the answer to that to get a solution, to be honest with you. Because let's face it, okay? Would, Would the NFL be as great as they were if they didn't have all the marketing dollars? Okay? Well, hell no. What? Would you think would you think some of these players are as great as they are if they didn't have the marketing dollars? Of course not. It's all about the hype, man. It really is all about the hype. Especially now. Yep. Especially now. So how do you do it? You let the MLSE buy the CFL. Okay. And let them deal with it. Okay. Before you drop that side bomb on on the listeners, we did talk about this last week, and there is a rumor yes. out there. Uh, it uh, started with uh, Rod Peterson, and uh, Rod Peterson, uh, you either love him or you hate him, but I respect him. And I don't believe he just blurts out shit that isn't true unless it's about the Riders winning the cup or the greatest quarterback in the CFL. Uh, beside the point. Okay. I know that's a very hypocritical statement on my part. Um, he floated the idea that the NFL is not going to bail out the CFL or doesn't need to. The Canadian government isn't going to do it. The league is going to be taken over by the Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment Company business, MLSE. Okay, this is the organization co-owned by Bell Media and Rogers Cable and is um, the owner of the Raptors, the Maple Leafs, the uh, Toronto Argonauts in the CFL and a couple other sports teams. I think they own the lacrosse team and, and something, and the, the, don't they only, the, yeah, they own the TFC, right? The soccer team. So this organization is worth about $2 billion and they own the Toronto Argonauts. The rumor is, or the story is that the MLSE is going to take over the league 
Uh, right now, the league is owned, co-owned by nine teams, by the owners of nine teams, and is run by a board of governors. Uh, they can or cannot agree on most things, and it is uh, uh, dysfunctional at best, in my opinion. Uh, do they have the best? Do they have the league best interest in mind? I have no doubt that they do, but they're selfish. And I don't know how to say that politely. So if somebody actually, a corporation like MLSE owned the league or had responsibility for the league, they would control the marketing, they would control the content, they would control the rules, they would control everything else. And it would be kind of like, uh, the, in, the way I see it is the teams would be franchises like Tim Hortons where um, you buy a Tim Horton franchise and you get the profits from that franchise and you do everything else, but you have to pay so much to the uh, franchisor and franchisor uh, agrees or, or allows you to market your company through certain specific parameters. They do some uh, national advertising as a group, or you can do individually local advertising. Um, and uh, that's just kind of the way it is. It's branded by the, the league. It's branded just like it is now. And you can't change your shit. And you can't just go off rogue and do or not do something because then your, suspend, your franchise gets suspended. Uh, with a company with $2 billion in assets, um, they could do just about anything. And they could come out with some phenomenal marketing. And they, they have. And they, were, they are doing a wonderful job marketing the Raptors and TFC. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs don't really need any marketing. But um, they've kind of dropped the ball or haven't even got the ball in the court on the Argos yet. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. But that's kind of what the MLSE or what Will is alluding to. Uh, with uh, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment Company coming on board. And if that happens, then we have the money to properly market the league, and we have the intelligence, and we have a marketing department that is capable of doing it, because right now there's not a lot of teams that have a marketing department or one that is capable of properly marketing to the millennial generation, because that's who we need to be marketing to right now, believe it or not, because the baby boomers, hey, we're dying. And that's just a fact. And I'm the youngest baby boomer. I'm uh, in the last couple of years of being a baby boomer and I'm 60 years old or getting really close to it. Uh, so you can't rely on, uh, on the old guys to continue uh, making this sport viable. We need the younger generations and that's a fact and you have to make them and they don't believe that this is the younger generations do not believe that this is a quality league because of a lot of different reasons. One of them is the ratio. Okay, you're basically you're forcing teams to have substandard players on the team because of a passport. And, you know, being the best Canadian player at that position is kind of like being the tallest midget. Okay, it's not a big deal. Okay, I would much rather have the best player on the, the team. And I don't know why the American players haven't filed a discrimination suit against the CFL yet because they are being discriminated against in the workplace financially because a Canadian player in the same position that they're in will be paid more. And that's a fact. And that's discrimination. You can't do it against the sex. You can't do it against anything else. You can't do it against the nationality. 
Okay. If you're a better player, you should be paying being paid more. I think the highest paid uh, Canadian player in the CFL right now would be Andrew Harris, in my opinion. Uh, that's because he's a ratio breaking uh, running back. Is he the best? Arguably, there might be some people pretty close to him. Are they close to him in the salary? I doubt it. I don't know. Let's see. That's kind of my rant on the MLSC thing. Uh, that's what Will was alluding to. So, Will, I'm going to throw the ball back in your court, and you can take it back. Yeah, you were you were going on and on and on and on and on, and you were putting me to sleep. Sorry. But, uh, that's okay. Everything I said was that's true. Okay. Well, no, absolutely it was true, and I've and I've talked about this till I'm blue in the face, and I and you know what that MLSE thing that you guys brought up last week, I, I've done some research, and it's got a little bit of legs, but I can't really find that much out about it. So yeah, that's probably all hush hush. That's probably all hush hush. And is that a possibility? I hope so, because it might be the lifeline. It might be the lifeline if they do it the right way. I, you know, I, I don't believe the majority of people think the way I do. I don't think. Thank God. <laughs> no, no, no. But I don't think, I don't think the CFL is a secondary league to the NFL. I think the CFL is just as good as the NFL. As far I think as it's a better game, product. As far as game, as far as product, as far as players, in my mind, okay? Um, yes, do I like it more so than the NFL? Absolutely, I do. But I think I, 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 it's, they've always played the retarded half-sister, and I shouldn't say that word, but I don't think they have to. And I think the way they do it is they market it better in Canada and the U.S. and get some people on board. And you'd be amazed at what you have. I mean, the possibilities to expand this into the U.S., and when I say in the U.S., I'm not talking about the Dallas's and, and the big cities like that. I'm talking about smaller cities the size of Calgary, the size of Regina, places like that. You would be amazed at how this will take off. Okay. I, and, I, I agree with I, you. I just wish... There was somebody that they could get somebody who had that kind of a vision. Okay. Um, I have a thought for that. And um, it comes down to the simple thing. Why has there never been a secondary league in the United States survive? Because they don't let them. Okay. Just one answer. Mark, what you you got an idea? It's too hard. Like you think there's only one pro league. There's three leagues that tens of thousands follow. In just in the United States. There's high school, there's college, and then there's the NFL. They all no, have those, set are, dates. those aren't those aren't different leagues. Those are different there's there's a thousand different leagues. Yeah. But, okay, those are the three leagues, like groups, whatever you want to call it. Three quality, three styles, three different genres. Friday is Friday Night Lights. Saturday is college. College. Probably a league better than the NFL. 
if you ask me, NCAA Division One, And then there's the NFL. On Sundays. You're not going to change people's minds without spending billions of dollars on advertising. When you have the NFL with Monday Night Football, their pre-game production is what the CFL spends on the Great Cup. And their pre-game production of game one of the season is what the CFL spends on the Great Cup. Oh, I bet you it's ten times more. But you know what I mean? It's, it probably is. It's just you can't compete with any of that. Hell, there's 80,000-seat high school football stadium I know. in the United States. High school. I know. I know. So it's just too hard. And they go to the big cities. These other leagues that have tried me to get in there, go to big cities. Will's right. If you're going to go, you go to a place like Grand Forks or Fargo, North Dakota. Fargo, North you Dakota, St. Louis. You go to – no, you don't even go to St. Louis. Here, you here let me from, tell you, and Christopher, you asked why these other leagues haven't survived. Let me tell you a little story. I had a friend when I was in my 20s who lived in Winnipeg. And he was a small, he was a small, small time promoter, and he wanted to get bigger. So he decided to put a concert on at the Winnipeg Arena, and it was a group called, uh, if I remember correctly, they were called Flash Cadillac. Oh, Flash Cadillac guys, and the Continental Kids. Well, did you guys ever watch? Did you guys ever? I know, watch I know the who Happy they are. Days? Did you guys I've ever watch them. the Happy Days episode where they brought in Johnny Fish and the Finns? Yeah. That was Flash that was, Cadillac. That was Flash was. Cadillac. Yes, it was. So my buddy decided to promote this concert, and there was a number of other bigger promoters in Winnipeg, and you know what? They didn't let this guy get his toe in the door. They put other concerts on on that night, and it wiped him out overnight. When he was done that day, he didn't have a penny to his name because the concert had done so poorly because other promoters had put up other things around him. And and I think that's what the NFL does with a lot of the different leagues. I really do. Yep. They don't want to compete. And they've got hey, lots of money. They do, without question. Um, one of my thoughts on here, and uh, if, I, if I remember correctly, um, you're, you're right on, on the Flash Cadillac and the Continental Kids, and that, that was a band. Uh, they, they actually started off, they, they had an appearance, I believe, in on, um, Happy what was that movie? No, uh, uh, American Graffiti. They were in American oh, Graffiti okay. first because it was called Herbie and the Heartbeats. And then they okay. came back in Happy Days as Johnny Fish and the Fins. I, I used to follow yeah. this band. Okay, it, they, I, I've seen them several times. Uh-huh. Anyhow, um, mo- moving on. Get ba- get back to football. Um, kind of caught me off guard with that. That was kind of neat. I, I I saw them. They actually played my high school in grade eleven. Hey, Christopher, now, we're the same age, okay? Didn't you know that? 
Yes, I know that. Okay. I, I'm, okay. I'm slightly older than you, six months. Slightly and much uglier. <laughs> I'm thinner. And I don't, I, 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 I don't know. I think I'm, you're kind of up there on the bigger. ugly scale. I'm bigger. Yeah, in everything, including ego. Okay, um, I think that the the, team, the leagues down in the states fail because they're trying to be the NFL. Yes, I agree. Yep. Okay. No and they all. they are trying to be the second NFL or NFL 2.0 or whatever you want to call it. And they're trying to compete with the best football league in the world. And they're stupid because you can't do that. What you need to do is you need to come out with a different product. They and tried that why, with the XFL, though. Yeah, but it wasn't really a different product. They had slightly different, different rules. rules on a different couple of things. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't really a different product. Um, I think that if you, if the XFL was really smart and they rebanded themselves and grabbed CFL rules, it would be a success. And I would love to see the XFL in America playing Canadian rules on a Canadian field without a ratio. That's just it. You got to get people to build stadiums with the CFL field. It is. It's easy to modify any stadium to be a CFL field. It can be done anywhere. There are so many fields out there right now that have got a track around the outside, like the Edmonton Eskimos Commonwealth Stadium does. That all you've already got a bigger field. All you have to do is get rid of the track. Hey, I let me ask you a question, Christopher. I I. I asked somebody the other day. We were talking about we were talking about minor league football, and we were talking about BC and how BC plays American rules football. Correct. Okay. Why? What is the reason behind that? Because most of our games are played in America. Most of, they go back and forth between the Americans and the Canadians a lot. Okay. 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 So, because the majority of BC is within a hundred miles of the U.S. border, okay, the the, the biggest population in in BC is within a hundred miles of the U.S. border. We play across the border quite often, in, including uh, okay. Simon Fraser University plays um, NCAA. That's correct. That's correct. So this person was telling me, and I and I didn't. I didn't, I didn't poo-poo him or anything because I didn't know at the time. And he claims that they play American rules in BC because when they were building the fields, it was cheaper to build an American field than a Canadian field. He's an idiot. I, I didn't say that because he's a he's a buddy of mine, but you know. Um, I I thought it was kind of weird. I played I played high school football. I could have probably played college football. Yeah, it would have been a close one. But um, the field that I played on. Were you going to be a kicker? School, no, 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 no. Uh, the, 
I was actually a running back, okay? Anyway, sorry, it's okay. Um, the the field that I played on, you could have had two games side by side. Oh, okay. Right? I mean, it was it was the same field you used for soccer. It was the same field you used for everything. They just drew the lines differently. Yeah. So, now, okay. the, the, at this, there's not a hope in hell that it was because it was cheaper to build high school football stadiums smaller. Because, quite honestly, we don't have high school football stadiums. We have a field. Right, right. There's no, you know, you'd be lucky if there's some portable bleachers that were out there. Most of the time, the moms and dads had to stand around. Yeah. Okay. We never, I mean, we didn't, no, I I, I did not want to play in a stadium. So, anyhow, times have changed, but we were playing American Rules back then. And that was, you know, late, late 70s, right? Right. So yeah, so no, that that's not not even close. We are not playing high school uh, American rules in uh, high school football in BC because of the size of the stadiums being cheaper. It's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I thought I'd try it once because I've heard of ridiculous things that were actually true. Yeah. yeah no. No. We, I mean, we, we, there's just so much, so close to the Americans, and the, and they're playing this, that. Yeah, they have different leagues here, there, and everywhere else. But yeah, no, no, no. Does this work? How are we going to fix this league? That's how you fix the league. You fix the league. Well, the the biggest thing, and you just talked about, is you gotta stop believing that you are inferior. Correct. Because you're not. You're not the same thing. It's two different things completely. Okay. I mean. Americans, in my mind, they don't know good football. They'd be confused by the CFL game. Why are all those guys running around before the ball gets snapped? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, I think we have a great product. We've just never marketed it properly. And there's been too many people in the past that are what you are saying that are trying to make it just like the NFL or compete with the NFL. So, I mean, I guarantee you that guys from the USA do not care what kind of football they get, they play as long as they get paid for it. And if you remember, is it the 70s and the 80s? NFL players were not making that much more than CFL players. Well, there was a time where Canadian players were making more. That is correct. Right. And how did that happen that we're in such a situation now and they're in the situation they're in? Hype. Right. It's all about the hype, man. If MLSE 
Why do you if think? It, why do you think wrestling is so popular? Wrestling. It's as phony. It's as phony as shit. But it's the hype, man. People it was deemed an essential people, service in the United States during COVID. Right. People love that shit. They eat it up. Wrestling okay. has not stopped once through the whole pandemic. I mean, Some of hey, the guys Mark, have gotten remember, COVID. Mark, do you remember when you were a kid or a teenager? Do you remember the, uh, come on, help me here. What was it called in Winnipeg? AWA. The AWA, okay. Yeah. Six every every third Thursday in the Winnipeg Arena, you used to get fourteen thousand people in there screaming yep. like maniacs. Last year, right? and it was all last, hype. Yeah, last year they did a live Monday Night Raw in Winnipeg for the first time in like twenty years. There was. Just over 13,000 at it. And that's all you could basically fit. Uh It was the most talked about thing for like a month, two weeks before and two weeks after. Wrestling is massive hype. They spend billions on hype. And then they get double the billions back in wrestling dolls and plastic belts that the kids buy. It's hype and it's merch. Two things the CFL knows nothing about. Okay. MLSE, the Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment Business Company, is owned by Bell Media. Bell Media is owned by who? I don't know. Really? Really, I don't know. Who controls Bell Media? Are you going to tell me or do you want me to Google it? No, I'm going to tell you right now. It's ESPN. Or ESPN. Okay. There you go. Do we want ESPN owning our league? Yes. Fuck yeah. Yeah? Yeah, you think? Okay. You have 330,000 million Americans down there that love football, that football is a goddamn religion to them down there, and their number one sports broadcaster is ESPN. But do you know how crazy it makes me when the CFL gets $40 million from TSN, and TSN hardly mentions the fucking CFL? You have to look for it. You have to dig for it. It's pathetic. And they own one of the teams. Right. It's absolutely pathetic. I think that's about to change. And I think that I if you get ESPN onside, and, and Grant, the CFL has to change. Okay. Yes. There are things about the CFL that has to change. And for that to work, I, I, you know where I see this? I see the uh, salary cap for the CFL being $10 million American. Uh-huh. Okay? Everybody bitches that the CFL players are underpaid. And I agree with them to a point. I think they're paid proportionally to what this league is. 
Let's make the league be- better, and you can play the payers, play, pay the players better. I think Absolutely. we can have a $10 million salary cap and American dollars, okay? But we, to do that, we have to let go of some things. One of them is the ratio, okay? You cannot have the ratio – you cannot be protecting inferior players. You have to have the best product on the field that is available, regardless of who it is, okay? You have to expand into America. If you want the Americans to be excited about your game, then you have to have American teams. They're already excited about American players. They love watching the CFL right now because these are their high or their college favorite players that didn't make the NFL. Where did they go? They didn't just fall off the earth. Okay, they went up and played in Canada. So now they need to. ESPN is now um, live streaming every CFL game. Okay, they're not broadcasting it, but they're live streaming it. They broadcast about four or eight games a season. That's about it. It's not very many, but they live stream every game. Now the Americans are finally getting excited about our sport because they're they're finding these players that that they thought fell off the world. Uh, they're playing football up in Canada, so they get to watch these these players, and and that, they're excited about that. Now let's put a team in America. And now let's give those American fans a team to root for. Please tell me that the Baltimore Stallions do not have a fan club right now, and they haven't had a team in 24 years. Or is it more than that? It's longer than that. It's 30 years. Um, we need to do this. We need to expand into America because you, need, you have a football-crazy society down there that is 33 330 million people strong. In fact, there's more CFL fans in America than there are people in Canada. Okay? They they said that 10% of the population of America either follows or closely follows the CFL. 10%. That is 33 million people. There's only 35 million people in all of Canada. You want to tap into that market? How do you want to tap into that market? You have to have every CFL game broadcast on ESPN. You do that, you can, you can write a check for this league. It will be worth a fortune. These football teams will be in demand. They will be profitable. And you will be pl- paying your players reasonable amounts of money so that, yes, they're still going to want to play in the NFL because that's their dream and that's where the money is. But you're not going to be have a $50,000 uh, starting wage when there's a $400,000 starting wage against the NFL. I think the parity, the, the closeness of it will come together. Are the players still going to jump from the CFL to the NFL? Hell yeah, I would. But the CFL is not going to be looked at as your retarded stepsister, as uh, Will so politely placed it earlier you got to get rid of the ratio and you got to put teams in america if you're prepared to make these changes then we're prepared to save the league i can see the league being saved if you continue to do the same thing that over and over again expecting different results then you're you're insane mark no you're right 
other than um, the only thing you don't touch is the rules. Don't touch the rules. Don't touch the rules. Don't yeah. touch the size of the field. Don't touch the waggle. Don't touch the rouge. Don't touch 12 men. Don't touch anything in the, the rules. It's Canadian football. It's not American football. It's Canadian football. It's gridiron football, Canadian rules. That's what makes yep. the CFL the CFL. Not yeah, Canadian players. Like Will was ta- You guys were talking about Will's posting about getting rid of the ratio and stuff on Facebook there. A lot of the comments on that, too, they always go back to the players, the Canadian players make the CFL what it, it that's why it's called the Canadian Football League. And like I wrong. said, it's like having the tallest midget. Yeah, but it's wrong because what makes the Canadian Football League is the rules. Hell yeah. Watching... Watching an American watch a CFL game for the first time, which I've had a, to do, I've seen it a couple of times with friends. They they look at it and they go, "Well, that's a legal procedure." As the guy's running up, and then they go, "Yeah, but he was like a yard offside." I said, "Yeah, they give him half a yard, three quarters of a yard, you know, because of the waggle and all that. It's just promotion, and but it's." No, no, it's within the rules in the CFL. They can't get over the differences. It takes them a good two or three games to just go, okay, now I at least know what I'm looking for, because they don't have a clue. No. You know, when their bathroom break is when somebody goes for a punt. If there's a punt, they just go to the can, because, well, it's going to be a fair catch anyway. Yeah. Don't 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 miss a, can- a kick in, in, in Canadian football. You could Hell, be the NFL is trying to get rid play. of kicking. Will would be happy. The NFL is trying to get rid of it slowly but surely. I think but, that you will see more the NFL adapting more of the CFL rules than the CFL adapting NFL rules. I agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they already have been. You know, you're starting to see some motion in the NFL and stuff like that. They are, are starting to take... CFL rules and slowly bring them in differently because of the it's an exciting of the field it's stuff. an exciting game. Well, yeah. well I it mean, just opens it up. How can you how can you actually look at the motion in the CFL and not think that it's fantastic compared to that boring ass shit you watch in the NFL? Oh, they love it. I I can tell what they're going to do in the NFL before they even snap the ball. Yeah, well, could, you know what they're doing on first and second down? Absolutely. They're running. They absolutely are running every single time. Uh-huh. Hell, Mike Sellers had, what, 17 or 18 touchdowns in the NFL, and I think he had a total yep. of uh, 120 yards rushing. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, it's it's there's no doubt about it. It's 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 a different game, and it's better. In the NFL, if a running play gets two yards, they're all excited. They're patting everybody on the back, and they're slapping each other's asses and all excited, and let's go. In CFL, you get two yards in a running play, it's a broken play. That one sucked, eh? The NFL's a strategic game. You know, it's and it's all funny strategy. because... So is football. So is Canadian football. Please don't tell me it's yeah, not strategic. This is, this is chess with multiple moving pieces. 
but you constantly yeah. see games changing on one path where you don't see that in the NFL. You just see the guys run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Oh, now we have to pass because it's third and three. Or if it's second and three in the CFL, you haven't got a clue what they're doing. You see I don't know. I don't, I don't follow that sport. And three. It's boring. Oh, it's strategic. It's just completely different. It's all strategy. Full I, strategy. Please don't tell me the CFL is not a strategic game. Yes, it is, but not to the degree the NFL is. It's not as predictable. Nowhere, nowhere near to the degree the NFL is for strategy. Nah, I don't believe that. I don't. I don't believe that. It's just... You, you see way more big play touchdowns and such in the CFL than you do in the NFL. Because they're also all about eating the clock. It's nothing for an NFL team to have an 11-minute drive starting from their 40-yard line. In the CFL, that's a two-minute drive for a touchdown. Maybe three two, minutes. Two minutes? We could do that three times in two minutes. The final two minutes exactly. after a two-minute warning, you can get three touchdowns. And that's why I say it's a completely different game. Their strategy is completely different. Of course. Their strategy is holding on to the ball as long as you can. And yeah, last it. man standing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I I think that this is the the only way to save the CFL is to expand it to America. The only way you can expand expand into America is is two ways. You have to keep the you have to get rid of the ratio, and you have to keep the dollars on par. So well, you have to be paying all of your uh, your players in American dollars. You know what's coming up that could affect this completely, okay? Say, okay, here you go, guys. I've I found a window for us, okay? Say there's a civil war in the USA. <laughs> they'll they'll have to suspend they'll have to suspend the NFL, okay? And they'll be dying to look for football to watch, okay? So there you go. We got it done. It's over. That's done. It's not if there's so. going to be a uh if there's gonna be a civil war, it's when. It's which side. <laughs> Oh, I think there's going to be about eight different sides. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Oh, I think there's going to be about eight sides down there that are going to be fighting. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Did you see the post that I put up there? It says, uh, I I love you left gun-hating liberals out there. So when the Civil War comes, you'll be defending your house with a spatula and a dildo. Yeah, I've well, hey, I, I'm, I'm. Maybe you guys can tell me if I'm way off base here, because I don't consider myself that smart. Okay. So we know that's okay. You get, you get, you get this presidential election that's going to come up, and you got Donald Trump on one side, yeah, and you got Joe Biden on the other side. Who Joe Biden has some mental issues. Okay, there's no doubt in my mind he has some. So mental does issues, Donald Trump. Okay. Well, no, 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 but Joe Biden, 
is is getting close to being being dementia or Alzheimer's, man. He's out there. Oh, yeah, okay. No no arguments. Okay. Okay, yeah, he's going so to Reagan. So then they want to pick somebody as Joe's running mate. And they pick a woman, number one, and... A black woman. Don't take... Sort of. Don't take this the wrong way, guys. Women are fine. I don't think anyone will ever get elected to run the country as a woman, but women are fine. And then to top it all off, she's half black and half East Indian. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you that dense? Don't you what? Don't you know what America is? They're not going to vote for this guy because he could die in the first seventy-two days, and she'll become the president. They're not going to do it. Well, I, we said the same thing about Obama. Yeah, but you know, I I think there's a bigger problem. He with got elected women. twice. I think there's a bigger problem with women than there is with black people. So we shall see. It'll be interesting. This, this show just went sideways off a cliff. Yeah, I know, but it's just these are these are things to talk about. Come on. Like wow. There's see, two things that are going to I have there's always two things. believed that I have always believed that I live in the best country in the world. Yeah. Okay? And it's not America. What? They're a bunch of morons. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um two two things one of two things is going to happen in November. Donald Trump is going to be elected president and the and yes. and the and the Democrats, the left, is going to lose their fucking mind, and there's going to be a civil war. Or yes. Donald Trump loses, and the right, and the conservative right, and the conservative right uh, accuse the left of cheating, and they be yep. correct, and there's going to be a civil war. So it doesn't right. matter what the outcome of the presidential election is in November. There's a civil war coming in America. Uh-huh. So... This whole whole discussion right now about saving the CFL might be moot because there might not be anybody to save it, save them. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but think of all the the Americans that are gonna they're gonna move to Canada, and before you know it, the 328 million people that are in the U.S. are gonna be in Canada. Yeah, but those gonna are gonna be watch. the liberals. The left. And they're going to want to watch football. I don't know if they do. They want to watch soccer. Okay, anyhow, let's we're, let's get off this politics thing here. We could do have 15 minutes okay. left on the show. And uh, okay. anywhere, anything else? 12. Gonna say this week? What do we have? What, 12 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, tw- 13. Uh, 13. Anyhow, besides the point. Um, what else has to change in the CFL? We have to, we do have to get, you see, and, and, okay, so you talk about eliminating the ratio. Yeah. So you'll get more American talent in here. I think Mm -hmm. that will attract 
they think that will attract young people. Okay, I agree. Most of the most of the people who agreed with me yesterday were young people. Mm-hmm. But it, it will attract more young people because right now young people think the CFL is an inferior sport because we have Canadians playing in it because we're not taking the best players of, uh, available to play the game, and they're 100 yeah, percent correct. They, do they actually they're 100% think correct. like that? Do and the money. put that much thought into it? Do they actually put that much thought into it? I don't know about that. I, I don't know, but it, it's a My it's a brother-in-law, my brother-in-law and, my, and his two sons, they'll watch the CFL, but they watch it from their side as a comedy. They think the CFL is a complete joke. Yeah. Complete. They I are have... NFL only. Okay. And it's we're, we're... because a big part of it is how much do you pay your players? 50000 a year? It's a joke. You, look at these guys. Look, look, Like we were watching a game, and unfortunately Sam Hurl was on the field. <laughs> and they just kept going. And I, I know I beat up on Sam. You know, he had to be a good enough Canadian to actually get on the field for as many years as he did. There, I complimented him. But they're looking at him and they're going, you want me to watch this shit? There's just no way. There is no way I'm watching this shit. And gambling. They, one of my nephews loves to gamble on sports. And he loves single games. Where's all that money going? I don't going? know why you would be. Why would you be betting on multiple games? Bet on each game individually. Why not? Anyhow, I, that one because he can't legally me. do that in Canada. I I, I, I know that. I know that. <laughs> Gambling is a big thing to get into the CFL. It really is. Well, and it's so, funny because a lot of my a lot of my stepson's friends. The only reason they watch football is for the gambling. Yeah. Agreed. 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 So if TSN writes a check for $40 million, and we're excited about that, and that's keeping our league afloat right now, what would you say if ESPN wrote the CFL a quarter of a billion dollar check every year? $250 million. Thank you very much. Don't touch the rules. What, what would it do to our game? It would be astronomical. Can you imagine? We would actually be drawing players up here because they, they, they would desire. They would be making more money than they could as a lawyer. Yeah, obviously they're never going to make the money that the NFL players do. In a nine no, league, it's and, 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 not going to happen. You have to but, believe that. Yeah, you expand it by a three or four teams, not a whole ton, three or four teams. No, wow. And you start paying the guys more money. And the other thing they have to do is get rid of, and I'm sorry, but the David Braley's and guys like that, yes, they've been amazing for the league. They've kept them afloat. It's time to go. They oh, I don't. Need, I don't think so. No. They need new ownership. I, 
well, I think you'd get more new ownership. I mean, yes, David Braley is old and everything else, but then so are a lot of the NFL owners as well, right? Um, but it, the NFL it's, owners it's, it's different don't have when the your pull. league has money. The NFL owners don't have the pull that the CFL owners do. As right. weird as that sounds. No, that's well, exactly NFL, why. If, if ML, ML said, MLSE, MLSE takes over the league, takes over the league, then they don't have the pull that they do now. No. Right? Oh, and, and, the, and the other thing you have to start doing is stop hiring guys as commissioner who are old, fat, ex-football players. But they wear blue jeans and they drink beer. Okay. And kiss babies. Like, I couldn't care less. This is why this is so stupid. Hire businessmen. We had one. What was we had Jeffrey Orridge, the best CFL commissioner we've had in, in my lifetime. Everybody that watches the NHL absolutely bashes Gary Bettman, especially here in Winnipeg, because of what he Genius. But when, yeah, you, you think? Is he a weirdo? Oh, certainly. Like Will was talking about the wrestling. He'd be the absolute best bad guy in wrestling. Because the louder they boo, the bigger he smiles. Because they're signing more paychecks all the time. I was going to say, but what, but what does this guy do? He makes the owners nothing but money. And money, and money, money, loads. money, money. So it, it does one hundred percent. Does he wear blue but, jeans? Does he mingle with the people? Oh hell no! No, He'd be lynched if he mingled with the people. Okay, but <sighs> but that is that is a good thing about the CFL that I will miss or would miss. Yeah, not so much the commissioner I, mingling with, but the the players, right? They're not the arrogant millionaires. Mm-hmm. I don't want to really see that go away. It will. Yeah, but I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily know if that's the players. You know what? One of the things uh, Alex Singleton said last year is when he was with the Stampeders and they had fundraising events. Alex Singleton would pull up in his pickup truck, get out, talk to fans as he walked to the event, and so on and so forth. He says in the NFL, they don't let you do that because everything is so security. You know what I mean? Well, like there's all the body guys. Yeah, yeah. So, but he says he's still Alex Singleton and he'd talk to people just the same, but you can't do that in the NFL. I don't know if they would worry about that in Canada. Because we're a different kind of people. No, No. you look at the NHL players. You see NHL players in grocery stores all over the place in Canada. Yeah. Maybe in Winnipeg. No, you do everywhere, Christopher. Hmm. They're different. They, They just... It's a different mindset. Okay. I, I I would hate to lose the hominess of the CFL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. That's, Great that's, Cup week. that's the biggest risk. Being able to afford to go to Great Cup week. 
wouldn't it be cool yep. to have two parallel leagues, one in America, one in Canada, and then we play for a championship across borders? Mm-hmm. And you can still have the Grey Cup game in Canada, but the Grey Cup winner then goes and plays the Vince Lombardi winner. I know that's the NFL trophy. Um, down in the States, and then they have the world champion or whatever. Wouldn't that be cool? The true world champion. Wouldn't that be cool? But they'd all be American. But they'd all be American players, anyways. So, <laughs> not really. They're, they're not. They're not all American players in the NFL. No, I realize that. But and then okay. with that uh, money, you fix the colleges easily. And then you fix the colleges, and then you get better Canadian players. Yep. And you fix the high schools, and you get some hype happening. And you get rid of this goddamn stupid sport called soccer. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I'm not going to support the CFL unless they bring in more Canadians. You're an idiot. Yeah, I know. Along with all my friends on online. I, so. You know what? If you're watching a CFL game, I bet you that 95% of the fans in the stands could not point out the Canadian players on the field. Nope. I asked that question numerous times yesterday during the arguments. Nobody ever answered me. I mean, no, I mean they're Canadian, but I don't go, hey, he's a Canadian kid. I just, okay, he's a good football player. Good enough. Well, no, and then they a lot. Some people came back at me with some great Canadian players, okay, which is fine. There are have been some great Canadian players. There's no doubt. Would they ever have had the opportunity if there wasn't the ratio number one? And number two, the question I asked was name any Canadian who holds a record in the CFL, and you can't. Harris. Oh, no, it's a lot think about it. but it's a Canadian record. Which one's that? Harris has a rushing yards for Canadians. For Canadian, but you can't record. throw the yeah, Canadian yeah. in there. I'm yeah, talking, that's why I stopped myself. I'm talking greatest wide receiver stat-wise, running back stat-wise, all those things. They're all Americans. You know what I mean? So Yeah. What does that tell you? I think the last real Canadian superstar was what was the quarterback's name? Russ Jackson. Russ Jackson. Russ Jackson. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Do, I don't agree with that. I mean, Andrew Harris is a great Canadian. But right? once again, you got to go back. You got to go back. You got to go back. That question: Would he have even had a look if there was no, no. ratio? No, absolutely no. not. Okay, I gotta close you know, the show. No, Brad Sinopoli wouldn't. No, I gotta, we gotta go. I gotta close the show. Okay, it's time to go home. Okay, this okay. has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number four hundred and forty-nine. I've been your host Christopher Jones, and we've been having fun talking football and speculating on the future, speculating on the past, um, or rummaging over the past. Uh, say good night, Mark. Good night, everybody. Hopefully, there's something to talk about next week. Oh, there's always something to talk about.
we'll, we'll continue this subject. Will, go ahead. Good night, everybody. Nice talking to you. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Go Owls. Oh, you're picked Ottawa. Go Owls.